son, if you're listening, I'm dead. But uh, I left you this podcast. You'll be all right. Just pretend that I went out for smokes. Son, if you're listening, I'm gay. What if that was the intro? <laughs> We'd have more Son. listeners. <laughs> for sure. Welcome to the Offer Smokes podcast. Hey, really quick, if you are, if you live in Minneapolis and you wanted to come to the Friday show this weekend at Sisyphus Brewing, that show is sold out. But you fucking few, can't. You blew it. You blew it. How do you feel? But you feel like a little... Now, now go ahead. But there's more. Bet you feel like a real dumb baby. Bet you feel like a real dumb... But uh, there are some tickets left for the early show Saturday night, and we added a late show also on Saturday. Go to SisyphusBrewing.com or MicroSceneComedy.com and get your tickets. We also got more dates. We got Raleigh. We got Chicago. We got Stanford uh, next weekend <clears throat> with Dan Soder. And... Um, Amazing. Yeah. And... And you know, nine times and out Charlotte. Of, yeah, nine times out of ten, if you thought, "Oh, micro scene," we'll just be able to show up and get tickets day of. Mm-hmm. You would have been right. Would have been right. But yeah. this time, you fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I guess I uh, something happened. My yeah. wife's been promoting very heavily mm. on her Instagram. No, that's good. So that's been good. Yeah, finally a fucking win. You know, I was ready to. Anyway, um, it's the Out for Smokes podcast. You know, when we, uh, when we, it's, it's funny. I'm, I'm surprised we haven't done an episode like this because when we started the show, we were like, we need like, you know, a general theme for the, for the show. And we were, we were like, yeah, hey, we could talk about anything. We could talk about girls. We could talk about, uh, bullies. We could talk about, uh, boner pills from the gas station, you know, do whole episodes on that. We've never done an episode on, on bullying yet. Yeah. So that's, surprised. What gonna, that's what we're going to do today. Today's episode is all about bullying. Getting bullied, sometimes being the bully, sometimes you turn into the bully. Uh, uh, we got all kinds of stuff. We got articles. We got an we got we got an outline. So oh, um, we have listeners' bully stories. We have bully stories. Times they were bullied. Yeah. Or times they bullied. Yeah, there's some of that. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Where do you guys want to? Uh, where do you guys want to begin here? Um. I mean, I guess, have you been bullied when you were a little kid? Let's start. Mm-hmm. Where did it start for you? I guess it's. I guess the first time that I what I was a was bullied or was the bully was in preschool, and I still remember there was this kid that had. He was like this little. He was the smallest kid in the preschool, and his name was Seth, and he had like a tube in his in his body. body. I where it was. I forget where it was. The tube was connected to. The tube was on his body. He would sure. lift up his shirt. Because sometimes he would cry, and, and and I remember this kid. He looked like a, um, you know, he had this very like cher- cherubic face. Yeah, is this what you would say to him? Is th- was this your bullying? Would you say you have a cherubic face? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> describe how you would describe. No, him I was when you were I was mean to him. I called him, I called him a crybaby. You called him a crybaby for yeah. having a tube in his chest. Yeah. For dying. <laughs> for being sad about dying. He's like they're not tears. It's yeah. the only way. Yeah. Urine will come out of me. Yeah. Yeah, I and I remember like yeah, he had this like very high pitched laugh, but he he would also cry here and there, you know. And if you look at my if you look at the picture of my preschool class, you'd be go, you'd be like, oh, that's the kid. But the girls gave him a lot of attention, mm. and I didn't like that. Oh yeah. So I would I would um and it's still and it, I don't know where this kid is or if he's alive <laughs> or like whatever, but I still think about him every once in a while. I don't know why I was mean to him, but um, yeah, I just did. I hope he's listening, and I feel really bad. Please come to the show. If you live in Minneapolis, Seth, come to the show. I'll be, uh, I'll be, uh, you can have a 50% off your ticket and I'll buy you some craft beer. <laughs> do you guys have anything like that? Do you have any, do you have any, uh, people that you did bully? No, I was remembering in our high school, we like, it's kind of bullying, but I guess everybody had a good time where we elected like the fattest kid, like mm-hmm. prom king. Mm-hmm. But he was like, just kind of this, this fat, like, I don't want to say loser guy, but he would just like throw tantrums in class okay. all the time. Okay. And then you just, we elected him prom king along with a, like just a conventionally really hot girl as prom queen. Okay. And that was something where it was like, well, everybody knew they were bullying him. Yeah. But we all had a great time, and he didn't seem to get that we were bullying him. He didn't him. get it. He didn't get that. Well, he, he got a crown the, out of the situation. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, there was a kid that I went to, like, elementary school, middle school, and high school with. He was new in, like, second grade, and people were mean to him. So I was nice to him. And, but then, um, 
and I, he must have been like on the autism spectrum or, or something, but he got he was literally like the bottom. If you ranked everybody in in like through grade school out of coolness, yeah. out of like popularity, you know, you would have probably like Dean Patron up near the top and then and then me somewhere like in the bottom like middle. Mm-hmm. And then you would have this kid at like dead last. He was like at the very bottom. Yeah. And um, grade school had a lot of kids like that, right? Grade school had a lot of kids that middle school came and they disappeared. Like the really mm-hmm. pale, like scoliosis kids disappeared. But they, did they die? What happened well, to they them? They host the Out for Smokes podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I remember three Actually, kids who looked ghostly in grade school and they just disappeared. And they had scoliosis? Oh, there was one girl who had scoliosis and yeah. I felt so bad. Yeah. Because kids can't react that was no, a big, regular to a that was a, Well, what I, I'm calling it scoliosis. Her spine was was bent, you know, to shit. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm being kind calling it scoliosis, but she had a bad was, back. And I remember she peed in the boys' room. I walked in, she was peeing in the boys' room standing up. I don't know if it was because of her back situation that she had to stand while peeing, so mm-hmm. she went to a urinal. Mm-hmm. I don't think her back was that bad. Are you sure? All of this definitely happened. Yeah, <laughs> it was a nightmare. She wasn't just like a, a girl who like who was. You a know, boy when you're a kid, there's a, there's like a few kids that are actually like almost ghoulish. When you're young, yeah. when you're in like kindergarten, yeah, there's a kid where you're like, I'm not necessarily bullying you, but you're you're haunting me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm too young to understand your difference. Yeah, and so you scare the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. Scott went to school with the main character from The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in. Uh, in kindergarten, we all put our hands into a circle at like our table at kindergarten, uh-huh. and um, an Indian girl put her hand in, and I got like an electric shock, and it was the first time I got an electric shock from someone. Uh-huh. So I just thought that that's like <laughs> part of what they you did. They- yeah, yeah, and that's not bullying. That's just like you don't know, you uh-huh. learn, uh-huh. you know. And in that's ignorance- why you were acting so weird when Nimesh was here. You were- <laughs> yeah, you were you showed up in like a styrofoam <laughs> suit. Yeah, that's why when he walked out when we were leaving my uh, my car, my hood was popped up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I needed him to jump it with his finger. That's funny. Yeah, this this kid like every every uh, year he was always probably like the bottom. But I don't think he some. I think sometimes he didn't know he was getting bullied. Like one time, we were uh, it was like eighth period, which is like the study period. And um, some my friend Larissa goes, uh, "Oh, I I love Eminem because they were talking about you know music." And this kid just goes, uh, I love M&M's. And, and everybody started laughing. Yeah. Started laughing at him. But he was he laughed along because he thought he like got like a little zinger. Yeah. Sure. Um, but I, I feel like he was kind of a difficult – he was probably on the spectrum. He was kind of a difficult person to, uh, to, to hang out with. You know, he wasn't the easiest person to hang out with. But because he was like the very bottom of the school – even the losers like made fun of him. Sure, you know you would even see like these loser kids be like, "You, you know, let's say his name was Evan." They'd be like, "Evan, you suck." But I'd be yeah. like, "You, no, you suck." <laughs> Evan, your magic deck is trash. Yeah, <laughs> I think he did have Magic the Gathering cards. I think he also. I remember ninth grade when ninth grade started. Hmm. He was in my English class, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm thinking like, okay, it's high school. He can like reinvent himself if he wants to. There's there's different kids here than middle school, right. you know. And um, the teacher was like, all right, so uh, he's like tell- – the teacher's telling us this assignment. He goes, he goes, oh, can you wait one second? And he had a freaking Palm Pilot. <laughs> and he, he made the teacher like wait for his Palm Pilot to boot up. Um, but so like, yeah, an annoying kid. But I don't think he deserved to have his house eggs like every, every yeah, no, weekend, he just had which the, is what would happen. I think right. almost every weekend they would throw eggs at his house. Yeah, an obvious yeah. Uh, social disconnect. You ever yeah. like there's a kid who he, he acts, you know, different, and then you see him out with their parents. You finally see their parents, and yeah. you're like, oh, he didn't stand a chance, you oh, know? Oh, because the parents were weird? Yeah, we're yeah. just like ultimate nerds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I went over his house one time, and we were making we were like making cookies, and I was like, uh, I was like, I'm gonna eat some of this cookie dough. And his mom goes, Oh, well, actually, we have a rule in this house: we don't eat uh, unco- cookie dough because they have uncooked eggs in them, and they can make you sick. Mm, yeah. And I was like, Geez, this is tough. <laughs> you know, he. I mean, he definitely had something wrong with him, but it's like, didn't stand a chance. Very tough. Yeah, some of those listener stories broke my heart. We'll yeah. get to him in a minute. But yeah. it's like, 
Yeah, you know, there's a couple of people made the point. It's like bullying does just fuck you up for a really long time. You don't, you never forget it. Yeah, and even like there's one we'll do, which uh, a guy bullied a guy, a kid, and it's like he just feels terrible about it forever. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, you, you don't really realize the impact. Obviously, you're a stupid kid. You're yeah. just trying to fuck around. But, yeah, yeah. Well, my fourth grade bully was this kid, Mike Sturm. Mm. And I remember I was friends with him when I was in like kindergarten because he lived close by. But I remember like he, I had this like play uh, dinosaur, mm. this like Jurassic Park dinosaur. He goes, Hey, put your finger right here, like on the dinosaur's teeth. And he like clamps the dinosaur <laughs> on my finger, like really, really hard. When we were, this is, this is when we were like friends. Then fourth grade, I don't know what happened, but this kid just became like, my like every day this kid would fuck with me every like almost every day it was like he had to say something yeah. he had to be like if i wore like different shoes to school one time i i was riding i rode my bike to school and i had just learned how to ride a bike i was like i learned how to ride a bike late and he's like he's like watching me ride i think i was like riding up to the school and i see him like going in his car like his his parents car is pulling in and he's watching me from the window and he's like making this face like he's making this like disgusted face <laughs> and then when i got out to the thing he was like you can't even you can't even like you can't even ride a bike i bet you just took your training wheels off <laughs> like it was like uh keeping notes or something sure. about yeah about my life i dressed up as a woman for halloween once mm. my mom cuz my neighbors ago. would do it yeah <laughs> How old were you? I'm not ready to take the plunge and (laughs) cut it off. But Halloween, I I go nuts. Yeah, I was like 10. And it was kind of the tradition that my neighbors, we would like... uh, Dress up in fifth grade, he dress up like a girl, hmm. and uh, my and mom like all the... started this tradition. What neighbor man started? Rob, was, Ho- Rob Hope, yeah. the coolest kid in my all neighborhood. All the boys on the block, all the boys on the cul-de-sac, uh, no, Ro- dress like the, girls when they turn ten. The Mike dresses up like a girl <laughs> tradition was started by Mike's scoutmaster. <laughs> Pass him around with Troop One Thirty Seven. <laughs> no, actually, the first one to do it was Rob Hope, the coolest kid in the neighborhood. And then my neighbor Mark did it, so it was like kind of like a rite of passage thing. We all just dressed up, and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Mark Sutherland and Rob Hope—they were cool. They were cool guys. I think if we so let I was you like, "That's my turn to be the cool guy." A, I think they might have molested you. They probably did. Yeah. Um, I think they no. bullied you. I don't think they molested. No. You. Okay. you think they? You think they dressed up like women to get me to dress up like a woman? Mm-hmm. You think that's it's like the most <laughs> elaborate molesting scheme? I think I think you're repressing this memory. <laughs> yeah, I think you're, you're saying confused. they dressed up. You guys are being real Mike Sturms actually over here, <laughs> bullying me for being a woman. But um, yeah, they're like, look, guys, we all do it. You guys know that we all dress up like girls and suck each other off. <laughs> you guys know that Halloween tradition where you like put on a dress and then your memory just kind of goes black for like three hours. <laughs> You know, and then you get some candy later, and they say you were a good boy. (laughs) (laughs) But my mom got like really into. She would always get really into Halloween costumes. Mm. So where the other guys would like just kind (laughs) of. I'm thinking of Doctor Loomis, like explaining to the to the people of Haddonfield (laughs) that Michael has escaped, and they're like, "What did he do when he was a kid?" And they were like, "He sucked these three kids' dicks, (laughs) dressed like a woman on Halloween." And He's back. <laughs> Evil has returned to Haddonfield. <laughs> the doorbell rings. I'm like, yeah. Hi, I'm, hey, boys, I'm having yeah. some car trouble. Yeah. The boogeyman's <laughs> back. He's going to suck all of our dicks. <laughs> Just sucking dicks and biting them off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so my mom got like really into the costume. And uh, she, I remember she got so into it. She was like... Um, she was like, she made me. She made me wear like a bra. Like she, put, <laughs> she took a bra. She took one of her bras and put it on me. Stuffed it with paper. And I was like, I remember her putting the costume on. I'm like, this feels like overkill a little bit. I'm like, it feels like a little too much. You feel but a little violated. Not violated, but I was like, do we need to be doing all this? But it, it really like, it just kind of came together like Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. I was like, man, my mom really like went hard. To make this, to make me a woman, <laughs> you know. I was like, "Mom, what's this duct tape for?" Um, mom, why are you, Mom? What's this underwear? See, we didn't have Target back then. We didn't have junk hiding underwear from Target. 
but we we worked with what we had. So I show up at the at the Cub Scout like Halloween party, mm. and uh, and and Mike Sturm is there, and he goes, uh, he goes, that is like really a seriously gay costume. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Mike Stern is the, the funniest kid. No, in he's the not. World. He's not funny. <laughs> He's not funny at all. See, that's the other thing. It's like the bullying stories we got from the listeners. That uh-huh. like a lot of them are really sad, but also mm. a lot of them are like really funny. Uh-huh. It's like yeah. it is just funny to bully people. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know what you do with that. It's, um, it's deeply traumatizing, but it's also like so much of comedy is just bullying somebody. And I guess you never know like oh, where yeah. the line is, really, yeah. right? Yeah, but I think when, when, when somebody... you're a kid, yeah, you find out in awful ways. Mm-hmm. Well, when somebody deserves it, I guess it's funny. Right. Oh, yeah, like when you... That's that's how I um, translated my bullying at some point. I don't know if I ever bullied or if I just talked a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes when you're nine and you talk more than the other kids, you're like pointing out all their problems and just walking away and eating yeah. your tuna fish sandwich, you know? Um, right, right, right. But I definitely remember at some point being like, oh, I could shit on the cool kids. Yeah. And being like... They're, I'm like the Robin Hood of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. bullies, <laughs> like where you know, yeah. where you can attack the person who's attacking someone, yeah. and mm-hmm. justify that in your head as yeah. to why you're, you know, um, using your wor- your words like weapons. That's so funny. I'm getting all these like flashbacks to being in school and just kids being mean to each other, like witnessing kids be mean to each other. Yeah, oh, awful. Yeah. And I remember one time in in like I think it was kindergarten or first grade, um, there were these two kids were bullying this girl, and the girl is like. I knew her for a long time. She actually like got pregnant when she was like 19. So she's got like a probably she's probably got like a teenage son right now. Yeah. Um but she had like a Barney lunchbox and these kids were like being mean to her. I forget I forget what they were saying or what they were talking about, but I'm just watching these two kids like make fun of something about her and she's just sitting there with her like purple Barney lunchbox. Yeah, just mm. crushed. Just crushed. I remember That's a girl sad. um in grade school accidentally still had like the size sticker on her t-shirt and it was a large yeah and kids were making fun of her and then i I remember i had to do like a group project with her that day and she was like it it was like a joke i put it on in the beginning of the way to like joke with the kids and i was like yeah no i i I believe you yeah Yeah. like i don't even know what to say you're just like yeah i don't i didn't care i wasn't making fun of her that happened in in first grade once this girl she had the l sticker on her thing and this my uh my friend kim who's like a who's married to one of my good friends, she was like, Lauren, what's that L sticker on your on your shirt? <laughs> She's like, Lauren, what's that L? Does that stand for large? And then and then it's Lauren like, goes, It's not funny at all, but when you're a little kid, it's like the craziest <laughs> shit happening. Yeah, she's like, she's like pestering her about why, why there's an L. She's pestering right her about why there's an L on her yeah. on her shirt. And like her mom just forgot to take it off, you yeah. know? And um and then and then Lauren Lauren gets like fed up because Lauren was like bigger and she goes uh she goes, well, Kimberly, if she goes, she goes, she goes, she goes, well, Kimberly, if there's ever a K on your shirt, it stands for Kimberly's private. What the fuck does that mean? It means nothing. Yeah. It means nothing. But, but Kimberly like got all flustered, like, like went up and told the teacher. I, and the teacher's like, the teacher's like, Lauren, can you come up here, please? And Lauren got like poor Lauren got like yelled at. All she did was come to school with an L on her, (laughs) on her, on her shirt. But but being a kid's so hard because like you never know when you never know like when's the cutoff for the Barney lunchbox or like no you got no clue and you're just wearing what your parents are buying you and really watching what your parents are putting on for you and sometimes you are especially in grade school like a little further back because Barney's kind of taboo once you get to like kindergarten first grade it's like kids start making fun of each other for watching Barney like I don't think I've gotten much smarter since fifth grade Uh uh-huh like much yeah um but every other kid I went to school with did you know yeah and so I could see like the lack of development there you know yeah and how they could look back and be like wow what the fuck was all that yeah I was remembering now middle school uh like the first time any of us like heard about sex is this girl like sucked a guy's dick like somewhere on the middle school in middle school yeah (laughs) it was like i forget if it was after school it was somewhere on the playground or whatever it was but it like went around the entire school so like everybody knew about this and i you know i feel bad for the girl why can't these kids just get their dicks (laughs) shut the fuck up shut the fuck up 
You don't know yet. You're yeah. like, this is the cool. You like, you get your fucking three yeah, or inch dick sucked, you and you like... don't come, and you're like, I am the coolest guy. Yeah, I have to you, tell everybody about or you it. Slut shame. You yeah. Kids got to learn about slut shaming. Well, I guess now they are. Well, and that's what happened. It's like, okay, so later we were like signing yearbooks, and as a joke, I wrote in some guy's yearbook like, this year sucked harder than, and then I wrote her mm-hmm. name, and she found out I did that. Oh boy, and I felt Damn. bad about. It. Yeah, and it's like, and she actually like, you know, we talked later, like, you know, dad you know uh and she like liked the the shit i was writing on facebook at the time or something so we, we really? talked a, a woman bit. was like <laughs> <laughs> it's a first She's time. transition <laughs> yeah um yeah and then i hit on her and she curved me uh-huh. but uh but Did yeah she? she's a really nice person yeah and uh, yeah, so it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, you look back, you feel bad. I, of course, actually, she's nice. She was sucking dick when she when she was <laughs> when when she was watching SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, of course, she was nice. I remember a kid in grade school would like, you know, he pulled out a pocket knife after school once. And he was like, I could kill you with this, and he would like really? jump on my back and I'd fall and stuff. Yeah, and um, I asked my dad what I should do. So, you know, he teach me all these like wrist locks, all these dumb Your things. Dad's like, Why don't you yeah, just you plant know, crack like... on him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my dad we'll was somewhere. Uh, if you went to shake his hand, he would like you know like try to crush your hand. Yeah, and right, right, think right. it was like cool and be like very painful. Yeah, yeah. So he would try to teach me these techniques that I could never learn because yeah. I'm small. Yeah, and um, but he was like, and if none of these tricks work, which none of them would, and I How would are you such never. How a nice guy when them. your family are all psychos? They're nice though, you know. Yeah. Um, they're nice enough. And uh, but uh, shit, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, and he was like, "But if none of this stuff works, you just anything you're holding, hit the person with it." Okay. So the next day, the kid jumped on my back, and I was I rode my bike to school, so I had my helmet, mm-hmm. and uh, I pivoted, mm-hmm. and he like moved forward, and I whacked him in the face with my helmet, yeah. and he started bleeding out of his mouth, uh-huh. and all these parents were there, and they were like, what's wrong with you? They were like yelling yeah, at me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, don't do it! I started like yeah, crying, yeah. you know, and then I yeah, rode yeah. home. Yeah. And that's my story of standing up to a bully. Well, that happened to me once. The older kids built like a fort and out of these three trees on their property, yeah. and then so me and the younger kids, I was like, we could build a fort, and we had like one tree, and I got boards, and I nailed it to the and they would come over and talk shit about our at our fort. About your fort. Yeah. But then we we were like, all right, when they do that again, we're going to get a bunch of like dirt clods <laughs> and throw them at throw Dude, them. Dirt, we used to have dirt clod wards. Really? Wars, yeah. Yeah. So fun. Yeah, and the the one kid, the one Mark Mark Sutherland who was my next-door neighbor came over and um I threw a uh, I threw a dirt clod and there was a rock in it. <laughs> 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 but I had a lot of those moments I would like I would like hit back and I would hit too hard. Yeah. But I think that's fine. I don't know. I got Sometimes like bull- I got bullied a bit in elementary school because I went to a private Catholic school. Then I got transferred to a public school, mm-hmm. and it was like Lord of the like private Catholic school for me was very sheltered. Public school was like Lord of the Flies. Mm-hmm. One of our listeners had the opposite experience, but. Mm-hmm. So I got transferred to this public school, and I got bullied a bunch. And I remember, like, there were, like, you know, two bullies, like, you know, the head bully and then the backup bully who, like, laughs at whatever. Yeah. And they would just, like, you know, say all sorts of shit to me. Um, God, what did they say? Like, doing where to go? I don't even know what the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. But it still haunts you? Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, it's, like... Just this weird shit. I don't know if it was like a South Park thing or something. Uh-huh. I, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I do remember like my thing was like, well, if they say something about my mom, I got to fight right, them. Right, right, right. Yeah. I have to <laughs> shoot them. Yeah, I have yeah. to kill them. I have to get my ass <laughs> beat by these people who are bigger than me yeah. at the time. Yeah. And I told my mom that. And she's like, y- you probably shouldn't fight them. <laughs> you should yeah. probably just let them talk shit about me. Yeah. That's what I'm going to tell Mike. And I'll be like, they're going to try to talk <laughs> about your mom. They're going to say she's a whore. They're going to, you know... Find all the comedians that she had sex with before me. <laughs> they're gonna listen to your podcast. They're gonna they're gonna quote verbatim episodes back to you. Yeah, they're gonna make voodoo dolls of your mom and Michael Che and make them, uh, you know, hump each other. They're Don't. Gonna, they're just trying to get a rise out of you, son. They're gonna okay? get Michael Che to speak to the classroom. Yeah. I'm like, your mom only had sex with three other comedians that weren't me, and that's it. It was. <laughs> Join the Patreon to find out who they were, um, but uh, but yeah, I remember also middle school. There was a kid that sat next to me, and for some reason, before class, he just got the idea to start like punching me in the arm as hard as he could. Mm. And uh, there were, and he would do it 
you know, a few days in a row. I remember he was doing it one time, and the there were three girls that sat in front of us. It was three on the side of the room. There were three de- six desks. We were behind them, and there were three girls in front of us. Hmm. And so he's punching me, and then this girl turns around, and she goes, she's like, she goes, Andrew, how hard you hit him? He looks like he's about to cry. <laughs> and uh, I remember, like, going home and telling my dad that this kid was punched me in the arm and my dad was like he was like that kid he's like and my dad tried to like teach me how to throw a punch and I went back and he was like you can hit you know you can hit me if you want to and I like tried to hit him and then he hit me back like much harder he was like you know bigger than me um yeah I remember I, I don't threw know a punch once in grade school and it was like the way the rock throws a punch you know like I yeah wound it up like Popeye yeah and my friend was like that's what you think a punch is and even something simple like that I was like crushed yeah yeah I just I think later in the episode we'll talk about how we should have how we should have handled some of this stuff you know hmm. sure <clears throat> we'll go we'll get into them but um yeah, and then in eighth grade, I had these two girls that were bullying me. I in I, in science class, they would like, I don't know what made them start, but they just uh, they would just they would just like call me fat and tell me that my clothes didn't match. <laughs> Damn, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't. know. What do I do about this? Maybe they had a crush on you. That's see, that's what everybody says, but I don't. Th- I don't think so because it's. I was eighth grade. I was like a pudgy. I was like a pudgy like loser, oh, just being awful. I sent you guys. Awful. Did you watch that clip of a uh, Chucky Finster from the Rugrats? He like has a girl who bullies him, and then he's hanging out um, like in the park, and he hears in the distance her bullying someone, mm-hmm. and he like runs through a bush and watches it, and it's like she's cheating on him, but she's bullying someone. Yeah, and he's like, Megan, how could you? She's like, yeah. it's not what it looks like, and all <laughs> she's doing is poking a kid with a stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nice. But I remember girls. Yeah, like my first crush in grade school. We were yeah, we were just mean to each other. You know, I'll uh-huh. go. You got a big nose. Well, you're stupid. Yeah. And then I'd go home and be like, I fucking love her so much. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Because you're nervous. You're just nervous about how you're feeling about a person. You know. And so you try to do the opposite. You think maybe I was making ew, them? You know? yeah. yeah. You think maybe I was making them like horned up? And they oh yeah, I think they it? were super weird for you. Really? <laughs> I think they were jealous of your tits. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised because I remember I got I got fed up one day and I go I go you're a flat chested bitch damn yeah hell yeah good for you yeah um every girl think, that was mean in school though you like find out their parents are getting a divorce or something you right know? you're like I'm sorry I didn't know yeah yeah but I think that's what you have to do I think you got to dig up dirt hmm. <laughs> I I just feel like if if I if if I if my kid was going to middle school today yeah. I'd be like anybody that you think might be a threat or might be a problem. You should you should have like a file on them. You should have a binder like yeah, full look, of people. Look like, up their parents on the internet. Look up their parents on the internet. Just find out what what fucked up thing yeah. is happening what in their makes family. Their dad and just like tick. be able to use that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. You should go to the PTA meetings and spy on the other parents to get yeah. Benjamin ammunition. Yeah, like, I should. Yeah, you look, look, David's father, he showed up a little loaded last week. I think I think I think they're really in trouble with his gambling problem. Yeah. I David, your mom doesn't even wash her hair, just like really catty. <laughs> Real catty like uh We were know. never like deep like physically bullied, it seems, right? That's good, I guess. Just that kid punching me in the arm. Sure, yeah. yeah. And, like the kid jumping on my back and stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Like threats. But yeah, bullying to me, my experience is it always seemed like verbal altercations, you mm-hmm. know? And and maybe it's my ignorance, but I would see movies. Is this the same thing with you guys? You go, that's not realistic at all. Like yeah. uh, the the division in classes and like the loser and this, like it wasn't, to me, it didn't it feel that way. Yet, it's much more yeah, fluid, yeah. More fluid, yeah. yeah. Way more fluid. And the fights or the bullying, it wasn't like necessarily the loser. It was just like someone decided they were disrespected. You know, it was all like made up issues where it's like, mm-hmm. no, you're an aggressive dick and you're attacking someone, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, yeah, girls who were promiscuous got bullied, you know. Like yeah. the one girl who who first sucked a dick, her life was like over. Yeah. They should like say that in class. Yeah. The first one of you who does it. You should switch schools with the rest of you. But that really happens. It's like the one girl. Right. Yeah. 
It's the first emperor penguin into the water. Yeah. Getting devoured by a sea lion. Well, imagine what that feels like, though, as a kid. It's like you are you found out a girl sucked the dick, and it wasn't you. Yeah. You're probably, you're like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. And then you, you take you it out on her. Start yelling at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess some kids, you know, that's the other thing. You have little kid brains. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Do you think any of that bullying had like a permanent effect on you, or not even not permanent, just long term? I feel like you just like never forget it. Yeah. If if I if I saw this kid who bullied me in fourth grade, if I saw him somewhere, I I would feel like I would owe it to myself to like hit him with my car, you know. <laughs> Just to, to do something to like to get back at him, and I think he might be like legitimately kind of bad guy because he had a younger brother who like something happened at the school where he his younger brother we have these neighbors the Fuchis they lived around the corner from us they had two girls mm-hmm. and this kid's younger brother maybe I should I say their name I don't know he said he was gonna like he said he was gonna like get a condom and fuck one of the girls. So it was like a whole thing, like the dad like flipped out. Mm. And uh, and then I remember I found this kid, Mike, on Facebook, and I was looking through the, I didn't friend him or anything, but I was looking through the photos that he had in his like uh, profile, and uh, he had a picture of, uh, he had a picture of the Nazi Pope in there, and he, he the caption just said, the man. <laughs> He's like a fan <laughs> of the Nazi Pope. <laughs> So so yeah, that's what that's who was bullying me, I guess. The fan of the the Nazi Pope. Mm. But uh we had a little um comment from one of our listeners. I uh I shared it. He said uh um I guess I was sometimes the recipient of uh, this is from JH. I guess I was sometimes the recipient of garden variety type bullying, but thankfully it was only in middle school and it was back in the days before the shit would would continue via social media after school hours. The thing that enrages me now as a parent of small children is what kind of negligent, abusive degenerates the parents of a bully must be to make the child behave like that. Mercifully, so far in my oldest in sixth grade, none of them are struggling with being bullied by other kids. People like to talk a lot of shit on the on this younger generation. But I'll tell you what, for the majority of them, even the concept of bullying is completely foreign to them. This is also the result of school officials who either ignore or even encourage bullying back in our day and are most now fully retired. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the kids, they're not fucking, they're not bullying. You know, mixed bag, I guess. They're not interacting at all. We did it. Yeah, they're not. I guess they're just like bullying. They are just like you. They're just like using AI porn to make each other kill themselves, though. Yeah. That was like a story this week. Is some kids oh, were yeah. they, Taylor they, Swift, right? Well, uh, well, that's the Taylor Swift thing is one, but there mm-hmm. was like some fourteen-year-old girl who killed herself because uh, the other kids at the school were like making AI porn of her, Jeez. and you know, like yeah, and you Jesus. know, they they said some other mean things, but it's all just like. Nobody can make eye contact so anymore, I guess that, so yeah, yeah, yeah. bullying is just oh, entirely yeah, over TikTok. And also, I mean, school policies are different, too, where it's like even on the weekend, if something goes down, the school is like allowed to investigate it and call kids in to be It's like very serious. And, oh, yeah, they yeah. do like, yeah. They, they act like it's like court. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. I mean, I remember, though, like in fourth grade, just nothing being, nobody helped me or, you know. Really? Yeah. That's fucked up. And then I I hit him in the nuts one day, and he turned into like a huge bitch. That's good. Yeah, like he like I I went to hit him in the stomach. I guess I went a little lower, and he's like, he like comes to me later. He's like, if you if you ever hit me in the private part, again. <laughs> I was like, let me tell you something. If you ever hit me in the private part, <laughs> that's right. I hit you in your private part. But what do I do if I like see him at a at a like an Applebee's or something with his family and I'm with my family? You pay for their meal and act like you have way more money than you do. Yeah. And then you know, you flip out in the car. You, you just treat it treat it like a hitman level. You go to the back and you get rat poison out of the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dump it in his tacos you, when you he's not it, looking. You make it so that he kills himself and you get the most points. <laughs> you make it look like an accident. Yeah. Yeah, you, you time it just right so he runs across the street and a truck hits him. But uh, it was in England. Uh, uh-huh. This, uh, I guess, it wasn't AI yet because this is 2024. But it was a 14 year old girl, and they like uh, they they nickname they they ran a group chat, a Snapchat group 
uh, it was run by the male pupils at the school where they made fun of her. They nicknamed her friend group the Suicide Squad in the months leading up to her death. And I guess they took, like, they photoshopped the girls' faces onto the bodies of pornography performers. And, yeah, just made fun of her a, little, a lot like that stuff. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that's fucked up. But th- that comment was interesting because uh, what if you're just not, like this guy said, you must be real degenerate if your kid is bullying. But yeah, is that true, or do you sometimes just not know that your kid is a, a little piece of shit? Yeah, some people are horrified, right, and shocked, I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, you, I you should, I guess you probably got to talk to them about how to treat people Yeah. at some point. I just think a good parent is like very active in their kid's life for like a long time. Right. Like I, like my daycare, I picked Benjamin up from daycare today and the teacher was like, you know, to be honest, he's like not really listening. He, you know, when we clean up, he goes, he says, look at my hair or tries to distract us. Mm, So you just beat the shit out of Benjamin. I go, go, isn't that like your job to clean up though? (laughs) Aren't you the one making $20 an hour and not him? He's got the the best hair. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. He's got really good hair. Added the whole lot. Thanks for bringing to my attention what nice hair my kid has. Um, but no, you're right. Yeah, you should be showing up and like interacting, nipping things in the bud. Because it takes 12 years to have like a 12 year old. Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, Mike's going to be really involved in his life. He's going to be like, yeah, uh, Ben, when you see Chloe today, you should ask if she cut her own hair, but do it in a really catty way <laughs> so, you, so she knows she has a bad haircut. <laughs> Be like, Chloe, did you cut your own hair? <laughs> oh, is that the same pair of sweatpants you were wearing yesterday? Just Mike stops doing comedy but starts writing roast jokes for his son <laughs> to be a bully. <laughs> to, to bully adults. Yeah, he'll just be like way too powerful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I was also worried that I would get bullied about my clothes. I remember being very scared that like people would ask me where my clothes were from. Right. And be like... Because your dad was rich, but he didn't spend any money on you because he was putting all of it into 9-11 shorts <laughs> to, to, yeah. to short a stock options on before the 9-11 attacks. That's right. Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good thing your opinions don't pay his bills. <laughs> good thing your opinions don't pay for retarded school for my brother. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> fuck what you'd think. Um, I remember anyway. I had a teacher in high school. Who had mm-hmm. one hand and then like the other hand was all mashed potatoey, and mm-hmm. um, and he someone was like being bullied in class and mm-hmm. he was like we need to have a conversation about bullying, mm-hmm. and he was like I was a terrible bully in high school and we like all started laughing and he was like what what and we're like how the fuck were you the bully you have one <laughs> hand dude and he's like I would beat kids up and like I beat up a kid in the shower we're like get. Oh fuck! Like I remember, like us arguing with him yeah. about how he couldn't have been a bully, and he's like, "You don't believe I could have been a bully?" <laughs> <laughs> Snaps. Oh, it was so funny. Yeah. Maybe he was a bully, and then God punished him by taking his hand. It's possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is from our producer Johnny. So, do you, do you guys have any other stories? Any other personal stories that you want to share? Uh, no, I like, it was just, I was, it was occurring to me that I was bullied in elementary school, but I was never bullied in middle or high school. I mm-hmm. was just a fucking loser. Like in high mm-hmm. school, I was a loser and a virgin, mm-hmm. which is a form of bullying by women. Right. Actually, uh, wait, was virgin loser shit when you guys were in sex. high school? Virgin was like normal in high school for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, virgin was like regular enough. No yeah. one gave a fuck. When I was in 10th grade, my friend Shane, who was a year older than me and kind of white trash, he was telling me about like how he would have sex with his girlfriend and I was like shocked. I was like, "Who <laughs> is a fucking piece of shit?" I'm like, "You don't do that till you're married." <laughs> what yeah. are you nuts? <laughs> yeah. Um cuz they sex ed made it like a big deal. Yeah. But he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I fucked my girlfriend my I had a used condom in my cigarette uh pouch and my dog got into the bed, got into the garbage he's like yeah my mom found a used condom in the garbage he's like bragging about his mom finding a used condom i remember i was scared to buy condoms a uh, freshman year of high school and i was like in front of the cvs and my why did you need like, condoms freshman year of high school i had sex the first time at freshman high school really wow. yeah, yeah damn yeah. scott's the coolest that's crazy it was like yeah it was like nerve-wracking and what? amazing but yeah i had like a or maybe sophomore year early sophomore year yeah yeah 
end of freshman year, I think. But anyway, Jesus, um, what was the teacher's name? <laughs> <laughs> and um, but I was so scared to buy condoms. And then the sixth grader, <laughs> like, walked by and he's like, "I'll get them." And I, he was able to buy the condoms. And he's dead now. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I think there's a common thread. How is he of able to buy kids condoms? very comfortable well, he, buying condoms well, young he, and dying mm-hmm. young? Right. Well, he he knew how to buy condoms, so it wasn't AIDS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there's a thing where it's like when an eleven year old wants to buy condoms, you have to sell them the condoms. Yeah. Because yeah, you like can't have them. Oh yeah. There's like a there was like a law that was passed. Hmm. It was like Timothy's law or something. There was an eleven year old that got his aunt pregnant. Is that true? No. <laughs> the such a fucked up place. What's that? I said the world's such a it, fucked up place. It is, yeah. There was like well, it there's is. a story this week. There's like sixty five th- there's a study that estimates there have been sixty five thousand rape pregnancies in states with um that have banned abortion. I saw since, that. Yeah, yeah, since Roe was overturned. Yeah. Sixty five thousand rape pregnancies. So it's like it is one of those things where it's like, Oh yeah, you see an eleven year old buying condoms, you yeah. have to well. You have to sell them to them because you don't want, yeah. And then I can't even get my wife regular pregnant, you know? Should I start coming in through the fire escape with a ski mask? Is there something about that that will increase your chances? I should be talking to some of these rapists, see what yeah. see what they're doing. Yeah, I think you have to have sex with her in Texas. You know? There's something about a parking garage that <laughs> increases fertility, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Man, we're going to get canceled. <laughs> No, right They're going to cancel my ass. Um, and this is a good one from our producer, Johnny. So, so now we can get into like sort of how to, how to deal with this stuff, our thoughts on how to, how to deal with this stuff. My story with bullying is that I was, uh, I was bullied and had very few actual friends from like fourth to seventh grade. I was really nice and positive all the time and would just get shit on constantly, basically like Butters from South Park. Then I discovered Conan and Tribe of the Insult Comic Dog, specifically the Star Wars sketch. I would study his monologue jokes, desk, desk pieces, uh, triumph clips and saw that there's a formula for insulting someone. I started writing my own prepared insults for the people who bullied me and made sure they were somewhat clever and way meaner than the things they said to me. Reminds me of Trump saying, anyone who hits me, I will hit them ten times harder. See, this is what you gotta do. You gotta start gathering anybody who you think might be a threat. Just start gathering intel. Start writing. You know? If yeah. there's a kid who's like a little aggressive, you see him bullying somebody else, you know, maybe he's got acne. Maybe his there's some deformity. Maybe his dad is, you know... Mm. In jail, something like that. Maybe he was molested. Maybe, maybe he was molested. Maybe his scout, when he was 11 years old, his scoutmaster made him buy condoms because they knew he had to sell condoms to the kids. Yeah. Yeah. You got to 8 Mile it. I, we, I was lucky to be in middle school when 8 Mile came out. And so. Okay. I feel like everybody was on their toes verbally. Did you mm. like rap battle other kids? Yeah. Kids rap battled and shit. Yeah. I remember this one kid uh, one time said to my. F- my friend like you may get dick but i get much more and we were all like what the fuck and like yeah and he was like shut the fuck up and i mean have like, much more yeah he's like what are you <laughs> yeah, that's great um one instance that stands out in my memory is a kid who would call me a fag every day in class most of the class would laugh and he never got in trouble for it his mom was institutionalized perfect <laughs> and jesus in another state <laughs> he had to mention that <laughs> but also fuck him right so that's yeah, so funny. And didn't recognize him when he would visit her. Hurt people, hurt people. Um, one day he hit me with an insult in class, and I said, "That's a good one. You should you should tell that to your mom if she still recognizes you." <laughs> Got him. <laughs> and he never insulted me again. He Pretty fucked up him. thing to say, but I wasn't feeling any sympathy for this kid, and it worked. Within like four months of bullying back, I stopped getting bullied almost altogether. Yeah, I feel like people who do that kind of stuff are not that clever, so they're not they're not ready for the for the the nuclear the nuclear option. Yeah, no, you have to take a stand verbally. Yeah, physically, you're gonna embarrass yourself for the most part. That's why people feel comfortable making fun of you. Yeah, you know? um, so get your reps in verbally. Yeah, mm. you gotta. Crack I guess you gotta jokes. learn. I guess you gotta learn how to fight a little bit. Sure. Yeah, in life. But I just remember that kid punching me in the arm and like my. My dad trying to teach me how to fight, hmm. and it's like it did nothing. Yeah, Were you learning how to fight. Yeah, it was like too little, too late. It was like Luke Skywalker trying to, you know, 
yeah, fight like, Darth Vader after a few lessons. Hmm. Me and my this dad never got along, and so everything he was, I didn't want to be. And so he hmm. was like, well, I'm strong and a man. And I was right. like, well, I guess I'm not, motherfucker. Right, and right, so right. It kind of worked out that way, too. Right, yeah. And Scott's just, like, you're a cop, and I like black people. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, there's another funny story I got here. From one of our listeners, I'm sorry. Oh, actually, they're they're on the Patreon. It's just a sunflower. I don't know their actual name. Yeah, I think that might be a girl. That's, that's a the good, thing. That, yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's the other. It's either a girl. It's either one of our girl or gay listeners. But it's like yeah. the, the other thing you can do with your bullies is just like get hot and then not have sex with them later. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sorry, I gave away the punchline. But uh, I was bullied for being fat, literally like a BMI 22 when I was early 2000s. But I'd also been 5'9 since fifth grade, which made me a freak. But these, and it's kind of actually funny how they bullied her. Uh, by these guys in high school who would literally spend their own money at lunch buying jelly donuts that they would squeeze the jelly out of and fill with pebbles to throw at me. I mean, that's insane. <laughs> Yelling that's at me to up. eat they would them. fill a donut with pebbles and throw them at her. <laughs> put rocks and donuts in them. What would they say throw, to her? They would yell at her to eat them. I mean, my Dude, being goodness. a fat kid, being a fat kid sucks, because you're getting it at school and then you get it from your parents too. Like I remember, like my my great uncle being like, "Michael, you're fat." <laughs> He's like, "It's okay, be a little bit of fat." <laughs> Uh, our listener continues a few years after high school I ran into one of them one of her bullies at the club when I was with all my friends and he didn't recognize me at all I was the exact same height and weight he had just grown taller and he literally tried to take me home I laughed at him told him to go fuck himself and threw a drink at him then walked away he probably still has no idea why laughing my ass off that's interesting that he wouldn't recognize I guess it just means that's see that's what's also funny it's like it you never forget it, but it just means nothing to them. Right. Because that's the thing. It's like, I know I've been meaner to people, but I don't remember it as much. Yeah. You remember when you get it. Yeah. But like, there are like, I'm sure if I like really tried, I could remember like not bad bullying, but I'm sure I did things that might have fucked with people. They might remember to this day. Yeah. Yeah. I go like, did I need to say that zinger? Right. <clears throat> I think doing open mics and stuff, like there was sort of a... Me and Annie Letterman would be mean to a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, well, that was yeah. The whole Pine- culture. Oh, when sorry, we fucking sorry. Moved. That was yeah. the culture. Yeah. Mike Lawrence would roast everybody. Shinebox was the name Mike, of the mic. Mike Lawrence would like pull people aside and be like, "You should kill yourself." I, I seriously don't think you have any business being here. And it's a fucking open mic. It's a fucking. It's a fucking open mic in Bushwick. <laughs> I don't think you have any business. This is not for you. Get back on the train. I don't think you should share the stage with that insane cab driver who's going <laughs> to die of a heart. Like, films himself reading pussy jokes. And he's going to die of a car. Right? Yeah. At least he puts the work into it. <laughs> Boring is worse than bad. <laughs> he really does he's talk so, like the he's ghost so, of Christmas he's past. So yeah. And Buddy's been a working comedy writer for like oh, he's a, 15 yeah, fucking he's years. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But so, but Annie and I would kind of, as an extension, yeah, we we had a we had an open mic where the purpose was to be really nasty to people. We would pull someone's name out of the hat, and that person would just get shit on. <laughs> Everyone would just shit on that person, like for no reason. That was like that was the whole New York scene, though. It infected yeah. everyone. The Comedy Cellar and Tough Crowd, Comedy well, Cellar well, Table, Tough Crowd. It's like every like I started stand up in Seattle. They all copied that. We did the really? same shit in Seattle. Oh, yeah. and there yeah. was Woodshed. Woodshed in Brooklyn was held too. Mike mm-hmm. Lawrence and Dan St. Germain hosted it, mm-hmm. and dudes like, would cry. There be there's some, and it's funny because it's like you think of these guys that they're that they're being so mean to. And it's like that is somebody's son. Like somebody has th- oh, these people I have know. mothers. Now that yeah. I'm a parent, you know. Oh, it's the worst. I I'm so sensitive about everything. The mm-hmm. way people are to people because you're like that's a person's baby. What the fuck? Right. It's it's somebody's son. It's somebody's little baby. Yeah. And that that kid's mother is is goes is is telling her friends like yeah my son's trying comedy in New York yes. I hope and you're that's in the back the of your head you're hoping everyone's being nice to him. Yes. And then some some smelly autistic guy is like. I really don't think you should ever show your face here again. <laughs> but it is it is kind of true. I mean, it's like there's not room for everybody. No, yeah. Well, sure, it's true, but after, they're supposed to find out themselves. After the know. social media age, we found out there is room for everybody. Yeah, there's more than enough. Any room. mediocre comedian can just post a lot and do seven shows at the Wilbur. 
Um, but we didn't know that back then. Back yeah. then, it was all about fighting over those little scraps. Right. <clears throat> but people will every once in a while, people are like, "Yeah, you said you said this to me," hmm. and I feel kind of bad. Well, that should be the lesson for Benjamin: is like, if you get bullied, just like ten years from now, don't fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I should do. I should dress up like a woman again, and I should find this kid. And I should be like, I've, I'm, I'm, I see the way you're looking at me. Yeah. Yes, I still have a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. I'm have. I'm having. I haven't gone through with the operation yet. Do you want some of this? <laughs> I just. I'm just wearing a GoPro the whole time. <laughs> in one of my, in one of my big fake tits, there's a GoPro. <laughs> Benjamin, look, I got you this video of your bully sucking my dick. I'm like, yeah, I have big, juicy tits. I still have a dick. It gets rock hard. Do you, I won't tell your wife. You can suck my dick and I won't tell your wife. And then, and then, and then you bring him into like a dark room and the lights come up. It's like, surprise! I'm not trans at all. <laughs> you just passed so well. I'm not even a little bit transgender. These are... Yeah, they're my tits. I'm a big, I'm a big boy. Uh, they are my little egg. I'm bullying you now. You thought you were gonna suck my dick? Get, get out of here. <laughs> remember, remember, 1997, bitch. <laughs> uh, we would bully substitute teachers. I think every kid mm -hmm. got to kind of become a bully. Um, when a sub was around, that was yeah. fun. But now that you're an adult, you're oh like, no, you realize, oh, that was just a guy who needed a job. Yeah, yeah, he uh, really needed sixty dollars. Oh, he needed it so bad. He he just moved back with his mom. I told yeah. this before, but we bullied <laughs> in high school. We bullied this teacher so hard he quit at the end of the year because yeah. his name was Mr. Birch, and we just called him Mr. Bitch. <laughs> God, God, his ass. <laughs> like he even like took me aside at the end of class once because it was like three or four of us who would all like kind of do this. He's like. I know you're, like, influential in this group. Could you, like, get them to stop? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're influential. He's, like, begging you. <laughs> like, that's something I do feel bad about. He's yeah. a nice guy. Not I've, his fault he had that perfect rhyming name. I wrote something about a teacher one time. I said, I said and I thought, I really thought I was being funny. Yeah. Mr. Sinclair, he's like my favorite teacher, even though he was kind of sensitive about about jokes and <clears> stuff. <throat> like I would make jokes and he would get like upset when really he should have just been like, don't joke like that. But I wrote in something. I said, I hope your kid turns out to be retarded. Jesus. <laughs> Damn. And he, he like pulled me out of class one day and he like took me outside and, and yelled at me. And he's like, you know, after everything and him and his wife had had like... Oh, that's why I can't get my wife pregnant now. Because him and his wife had like four oh, miscarriages. No, it's karma no, it's coming back, dude. To me. It's all karma. You got to. And I'll tell you what, his one son is has autism. Jesus, damn. So I guess I. It's nice to learn about your powers. I guess if you hmm. write it down, you can make a guy's kid. Um, How do you? Yeah. But I, I, dude, I felt so bad about that. I was like, I really hurt this person who was very important to me. Right. You know. Yeah, it was a combination of Mike writing it down and the Pfizer vaccine, working in tag team to give that kid autism. Yeah. Yeah, but I remember being like, I'm going to record it. I'm going to make a tape, like uh, record an apology on tape and give it to put it in his mailbox because hmm. I just felt really bad. But anyway, who, who cares? What are you going to do? Yeah. We're all learning. Yeah, we're all learning. It's you know. never too late to call. I mean, why are you letting a 14-year-old hurt your feelings like that? <laughs> you fucking pussy. Permanently <laughs> change your life. Yeah. Yeah. Another one of our listeners, I won't do the full story, <laughs> but he talked about like just kind of getting bullied and it just like left him with a victim complex for like most of his life. Like it took him a, a long time to kind of undo that. And that's just like middle school bullying, you know, and not even like super vicious stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just like, yeah, it fucks with your head for a long ass time. Yeah. This one from JN bullied in fifth grade, but quickly learned to make fun of other kids to get laughs and avoid fights. One day, this kid who always made fun of me tries to start a fight with me, so I tell him, uh, go home to your mom and dad, not, parentheses, it was the 90s. The joke being he couldn't go home to his parents because his dad was a deadbeat drug addict and his mom was in jail and his grandparents raised him. Kids around us started laughing and calling the guy an orphan. <laughs> he started to cry and walked off. I feel like a piece of shit now, maybe, but he was a giant asshole. I think the, the big takeaway is like, 
Yeah, learn how to be funny, get personal, and hopefully maybe learn how to fight, take some karate. Just, just you just want to have the confidence to know to either like just not be afraid of getting your ass kicked or to be able to to fight a little bit. To yeah, be able to hold your own in a fight. Ideally, you can fight, but you know, if not, try to be verbally quick or like even just write things about people who bully you. Do your research. Have some lines ready. Yeah. Essentially, because it is just like you, you do want to be like Trump. You want to be a counterpuncher. People yeah, leave yeah, you yeah. alone because you're like, oh, I'll come back at you with right, something. Right, right. You want to come back really hard. Yeah. You almost have to do. Um, Donald Trump in- is really a role model for today's children in right. every single way. Yeah. I'm not endorsing this, but you do have to be a, a little bit of an Israel. You know, you got to hit back really hard. Just kidding. Um, there's, I'm sure there's a better analogy somewhere. Mm-hmm. I just can't think of one. Well, they also teach you about like people like Martin Luther King by the time you're in second grade. So then there's kids who are bullied who are like, my brothers, please let like you know like the nice kid who tries to deliver a nice little. Well, speech. and that's the yeah. fucked up thing about the world. The education system is they completely lie to you about like Gandhi and MLK. I mean, it's like, right. yes, those guys were heroes and nonviolence is, is great. Yeah. But like throughout human history, yeah. the CIA you know, wedged them <laughs> throughout human history. Nonviolence has only ever worked in combination with violence. Mm-hmm. Like there was an anti, you know, anti-British militant, you know, terrorist, whatever movement in India. There was, you know, of course, Malcolm X was the counter, you know, the counter to MLK. It's like this. And, you know, in fucking Israel, Palestine, they had the Great March of Return. They had nonviolent resistance. Yeah. And they just got shot for a year and a half and at least 200 are killed and thousand injured. I mean, it's like it's just kind of it's this liberal fantasy about how the world works, where Mm -hmm. if you're just nice and nonviolent, everybody's just going to respect it because you have so much dignity. And it's not right. the way the world it's works. It's not the way the world works. You have to be able to counterpunch, or you know, or at least there has to be somebody on your side that's going to counterpunch. You can be nonviolent, but there has to be somebody with your same goals where they go, okay, let's let's work with the nonviolent one because we're worried about the violent one. Sure. It's And it's a grim thing about the world, but it's just like I've yeah. read enough history that I'm like, is this not the truth? Yeah. Why do we lie to kids about this? Right, right. I was talking to Diego Lopez once, and we were talking about <laughs> fighting, and he was like, yeah, the cool thing about fighting is, like, if you learn how to fight, then you can be as, like, nice and gentle as you want to exactly, be. Exactly, Because yeah. you know that you can. So I think that I am going to make sure somebody teaches my kid how to fight hmm. from when he's, like, very young. It's a good idea. You know? Maybe you could do it, Sean. <laughs> teach Benjamin. I'm going to teach Benjamin how to bring a gun to school. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin, you like music? Here's a little song by Pearl Jam that I think you're going to be. Benjamin, if you get a bowl cut like I had and wear a black trench coat, mm-hmm. like people will leave you alone. Yeah. Benjamin, your new name is Bernice, actually. No, you got to make it so they bully him. <laughs> well, actually, if his name is Bernice, he'll probably be the most popular. He'll probably be prom king. If he's got no gender, a Quentin Tarantino movie where the kids from Columbine, instead of buying guns, they buy a joke book and they uh-huh. walk into the lunchroom and deliver zingers to everybody. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. And right. then everybody just has a heart attack. And it's just like the real Columbine where there's like five kids delivering jokes, <laughs> but <laughs> only two of them take the blame. <laughs> and it's a massive cover up that continues to this game. No, no, no. There were like seven or eight people roasting me. <laughs> They hired um, Tony Hinchcliffe hmm. to go in and roast everybody. The CIA <laughs> hired Tony Hinchcliffe. I uh, got a couple more listener stories. I don't know what we're at with time. Oh, yeah. No, please. Let's read some listener stories. 59, 59 minutes. Yeah. Uh, well, just, uh, okay. One, uh, one listener who wants us to have Frank Terranova on, which we will try to do. Um, he says uh, when he was a freshman, sophomore in high school in the 90s, he got bullied mainly by this guy who was six one. He had a cleft lip. He played football. People called him Boner. For some <laughs> reason, he made me carry around a picture of a dead turtle around for a semester, and I had to show it to him whenever he asked. Otherwise, he would punch me in the back or put me on top of a water fountain referred to as bubblers in the Midwest, or a bubbler ride. It was fairly embarrassing, such that I ended up hiding in the library during lunch, which is also when I would see him the most. He was also in concert band, jazz band, marching band, as was I. He made me play Auld Lang Sin, I guess the Rod Stewart song, whenever he wanted to hear it, or else getting beat up. Sadly, I think it has screwed up my development quite a bit, because I tend to avoid some social professional activities. 
Uh, I've always uh, had pretty bad chronic anxiety, and I kind of merged more into depression as of late. I think this really drove that as well. I ended up developing a fairly bad drinking habit, but have been sober for four years now. Although I'm not entirely sure the bullying directly caused my drinking problem. I think that would have happened with or without runs in my family. Listen, nobody's bringing a gun to school who doesn't need to have one. That's what. That's my opinion. Okay. Yeah, and that's like deep I, harassment, you know. Every um, time I hear about a kid bringing a gun to school, I go, "Good, good for you." Yeah, <laughs> you figured it out. There's like levels to bullying. I think. I think there's like inconsiderate children, mm -hmm. you know, who just go like, "Ah, whatever, fuck everybody," you mm -hmm. know. Uh, there's bullies, and then there's that, which is like, like cops have to like scare that person. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like anytime a girl talks about being bullied, and then they're like, and then they posted my naked photos everywhere. I'm like, that's like a that's like a type of assault. You were assaulted by a group of young boys. Yeah, um, I was in marching band in ninth grade, and there was a kid who also played trumpet who was a senior, and he would like talk a little bit of shit to me, and uh, my cousin who was my cousin who's three years older than me was like. Uh, he was like, oh, yeah, we used to, like, bully him all the time, though, in, in middle school band. Like, one time, we all we all stopped playing, the tr like, the trumpet section, we all stopped playing, and then we, and he was the only one playing, we all went, Mazarone, you suck! And then Rob Hope, the kid, that the cool kid in my neighborhood, okay. he said, my cousin said he stood up and went, Mazarone sucks camel penis! <laughs> and he cried. I don't know, it's just a good, I'm like, I guess that's kind of inspiring. <laughs> Usually putting know. the effort into buy donuts and fill them in pebbles and throw them at a fat girl is so funny. To, like I don't know. Like I, it's, it's like, yeah, bad. It's specifically wild. It's yeah. bad, but it's like you're putting a lot of effort into the bit there. Sure. It's, it's <laughs> tell her to eat them. Because where? What did they do with the the jelly? Where did they get the Just pebbles? Have no idea. She's going to be hot later, and you're throwing fucking rock donuts at her. Yeah. Yeah. And she turned, I she love that that's the deciding factor. Yeah. We didn't know she was going to be hot. No. <laughs> you're like, yeah. you're talking to St. Peter. Like, no, I thought yeah. she was going to be fat and ugly forever. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't know it was going to be the 2020s and asses we're going to be in. <laughs> the ugly duckling who turned into a, th a thick queen. But no, and, and you know, I, I could be wrong about this, but yeah, girls might experience a, a much harsher evil type of bullying. Oh right? yeah, I mean, I it's mean, more yeah. personal, I think. Oh, it's I mean, it's harassment. It's yeah. like deep, yeah, awful. Yeah. Yeah, if you go on the gossip forums, they're all talking about who's doing Trent or has Botox or whatever. Who's Trent, uh, whatever it's called, it's like that skin thing. I don't, oh, it's I don't a know. new thing. It's in something treatment. women do. A, a new chemical yeah. peel. Yeah. I don't know. They all know this stuff, and they know about like what kind of brands they wear. They're just like very specific, different bullying that guys don't know and understand how to do effectively. Sure, we do get more of a, a joy out of it. Yeah, yeah. But I got one last listener story, and then we can do more on the Patreon if we want. But this one I thought was just like really like it broke my heart to read this. Mm. So it's probably a good place to end. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, so this is from our listener. Um, <clears throat> I was always really good about not being a bully, not because I was morally right, but because I was always scared of a school shooter. But one time I bullied a kid and nothing felt bad. There was this nerd, traumatized kid whose dad died and mom was suffering with addiction who used to play this snake-style video game in the library during lunch. And one day my friends uh, and I, we were sort of razzing him, but mostly just asking him about the game and he let us play with him. He then dominated each of us with ease and you could tell he felt really good and proud. So the next weekend I sat at home on my computer and practiced this stupid fucking <laughs> game for hours. <laughs> was it the snake with the apple that goes around in yeah. the thing? It's like the yeah, one yeah. the game phones had. Yeah. yeah. So he practiced this stupid fucking game for hours. Then the next Monday, I went into the library with my friends and asked to play him again. I think he got really excited that we were hanging out with him again. And then after he beat both my friends, I sat down at the computer and dominated him. All my friends laughed and said, you're literally good at one thing. I was able to figure it out in a weekend. The kid totally panicked, flipped the computer desk over, and ran out of the library crying. I've never felt so bad, including the time I cheated on my ex-girlfriend in college. <laughs> <laughs> another type of bullying by the way. years yeah. later i heard he went to jail for shooting at a co-worker's house and he's serving a five-year sentence for that i kind of assume if he ever finds out where i live he will come for me too and i think uh he kind of deserves to at least put a few rounds off at my home <laughs> what the fuck? i really this guy's hilarious i really don't know why i did that and it felt so truly evil to pick on someone who really had nothing i kind of hope yeah i kind of hope it makes me feel bad forever when i think about it yeah. Wow, uh, that's an interesting uh, 
last sentence. You're only good at one thing. But if it bothers you, reach out to the person. Person, let them know. Yeah, right. Yeah, send, put some money in his commissary. Yeah, send him a a letter. Damn. Bake him a cake with a <laughs> with a file in it. With a shiv, yeah. <laughs> with a fucking toothbrush in it that's been sanded down. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Man, that's a bummer. Yeah, but it's like, you know, it's like it's like those Israeli soldiers who feel bad about doing war crimes. I mean, it does yeah. fuck you up to right to bully as well as to be bullied. Right. So I don't know. It's like I guess the lesson is talk to your kids about uh, treating people. People respect. You're saying we should go easy on Israel because they're going to feel <laughs> yeah. bad about it. Yeah, they feel really bad about what they're doing. Yeah, they about will doing they the will, Holocaust. Yeah. Well, I guess we can continue this over on Patreon. There, there are a couple more things I want to I want to talk about. I want to talk about you know getting bullied as an adult, maybe with some of my haters online. Yeah, and um, I also I don't know, guys. Any 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 final thoughts? Like, what's the what's the what should be the takeaway from this uh, this episode? How do you? Uh, mm. How do you deal with it? Just get get really mean, get personal, learn how to fight. Anything else? Yeah, I mean, yeah, just don't be an easy target. Like that's you know, that's all you can really say. Yeah, it's like you think you'd be nice to people, but it's you know, it is. It's something you have to understand. There is such a thing as evil. Like I, right. and people are complicated. Nobody's fully evil, but right. there is evil. And it's like there are there are snuff films are a real thing. There are sadists. People get off on the suffering of others. Yeah. And so you have to be able to protect yourself because you will encounter those people in your life and public school at least kind of toughens you up and, and makes you kind of figure out how to deal with that. Well, the other thing too, it's like when everybody around you is doing it, then you're like, okay, well there's kids that are getting made fun of or there's kids that are doing the, the bullying. Yeah. So which side do I want to so be So it's on? better to be Israel. It's better to be, you know, mm-hmm. the Einsatz group and that uh, they shot all those people in the Holocaust. A lot of them were traumatized and they had alcoholic problems and stuff. And, That's good. And nobody ever talks about how rough it was for them. Yeah. I just don't We wanna... only ever see one side. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I just don't want to be at a bar in 10 years and there's Israelis there getting drunk and complaining. Yeah. And you have to go, I'm sorry anyway. I bullied you on the internet <laughs> 10 <Yeah>. years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I contributed to bullying you. Yeah. <laughs> While you were doing a genocide. Amy Schumer's just pissing herself. <laughs> she has to be carried out of the bar every night because she... <laughs> That's my bully. Yeah. Um, oh, on the Patreon, I'll talk about uh, Air America, the CIA drug trafficking airline. They're gonna. There's a bill in Congress that will give them pensions mm. for trafficking drugs during the Vietnam War. It's pretty crazy. Nice. So we'll have that story on the Patreon. Yeah, yeah and then more. as you as you guys know, I don't read the New York Times anymore, but there's a there's some pretty good daily news stories today. We'll get into. Okay. And uh, yeah, anything else? Yeah, no, just be nice. Yeah, maybe a little more bullying on the Patreon. Oh, for sure. All right. Yeah. See you over there. Thanks. Patreon.com slash Alfred Smokes. And I'll see you in Minneapolis this weekend. Bye-bye.